You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 31 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardi, I take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today's topic is about choosing a texting service for your church. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Daryl, that's not really flashy like Snapchat or Instagram or, uh, you know, uh, any of these other like Periscope or Meerkat. And you're right. It's not really flashy. However, it's extremely effective. And if you haven't looked at a texting service for your church, I highly encourage you to do so. And let me kind of give you a few moments. Let me walk you down the path that I mentally walked down to kind of land on the idea that, hey, we need to look into doing this. And then I'm going to um, walk you through one case where we used it and we had some success with it. And then I'm going to help you determine how to pick one texting service out. What are some of the key things you need to look for? So when I was presented with the idea of using a texting service, I was a little apprehensive at first because I just it just seemed like a little bit of a dated idea. But then as I started doing a little bit more research, I realized – that it wasn't a dated idea, that it was actually a really, really smart idea. And some of the logic for that was, one, is that uh, the last stat I, I, was, I was given, uh, and I think it's probably higher than this, but 98% of all phones have texting capabilities. And I think it's probably higher given the fact that more and more uh, dumb phones, if you want to use that language, are, are fading away. More people are adapting smartphones. Um, second thing is, is we all know messaging is huge. Um, we all know that we're more prone to text people than we are to call them. Um, the third thing is, is it's instant, it's fast. And the fourth thing, which I love is when you text out to a mass group of people, there are no Facebook algorithms or any other filters you got to get through to get that person. It goes directly to that person. So, um, the chance of them likely to them seeing it is far greater than say email ending up in their junk file, their junk folder, or having to get past Facebook's algorithm to get it into their newsfeed. So there's a lot of a huge advantages to that. So why would I look into it? Well, first thing is I wanted to look at it because one, I wanted to see a ways that we could find to make our worship services more interactive in terms of if we have, if we provide clear call to actions, um, a lot of times what we'll do is we say, you know, go to this part of the website and you can sign up to do this. Well, it's a lot easier if I simply say, text us this keyword and automatically I spit back to them a URL, which they can go to, or I spit back to them the next call to action of what we want them to do. Um, for example, eventually at some point we like to send out a digital bulletin. They would sign up and then every morning at 8 a.m., every Sunday morning at 8 a.m., they would get a copy of the digital bulletin. Uh, again, helping us alleviate the use of the paper bulletin but also kind of uh, giving them a new format for them to kind of engage with. So I wanted to make some things interactive. I want to do some things that are a little different. So our case scenario, which this really arose to, that I really kind of had to land on, was uh, we have a campaign called the Middle Tennessee Initiative. I know it doesn't sound fancy, but it's a basically a thing where our church is committed to affecting the Middle Tennessee region in terms of poverty, education, and healthcare. Those are the three things that we are focusing on. Um, and so what we wanted to do was we were going to have um, – we have a sermon series, and the sermon series culminated with us focusing on calling our congregation to action on those three areas. And so we have all these partners set up who are poverty-related, uh, education-related, healthcare-related ministry partners that we got set up that we want to connect people to. Um, and typically what we do is we just do a call to action on the website or maybe an email blast with a link that would let them, hey, here's all the places you can get involved. Just click on these links and just fill out these forms. 
but we wanted to make it a little bit more um, purpose, purposeful, if you will. So what we did was um, I signed up for a texting campaign and assigned keywords to poverty, education, healthcare, and MTI. MTI is short for Middle Tennessee Initiative. And the idea would be is, is throughout the sermon, if you felt called to work with poverty, you would type in poverty, that keyword. And what would happen is at the end of the service, I would shoot you back a link by which you could then immediately sign up to receive more information on poverty or actually sign up with one of our partners. So uh, we did this and we had a pretty overwhelming response of a number of people that would um, be interested. So what happens is, is we had a whole bunch of people text in and once they text in, it was fed to these basically four different lists, poverty, education, healthcare, and then MTI. And the MTI list is really we gave people an option that says, I'm not sure where to start. I need somebody to counsel me on which of these three areas I might be called to. And then I took those lists and we handed them over to our missions department. Our missions department then had somebody take them uh, as they were actually exported out to like a CSV or an Excel file. They matched them up in our church database. So we kind of matched the cell, no- cell phone numbers up with the people and we made contact and we engaged with all those people and got them hooked up with nonprofits and ministries around our church that affect poverty, education, and healthcare. So for us, it was a big win. Um, It was a big win because all of a sudden we had this really great interactive way of immediately connecting people to to, uh, our ministry partners. So for us, that's a huge win. The other reason why we use it is not just for connecting our congregation, but for staff communication. Uh, We set it up to the fact that if there was ever an emergency on our campus, um, our security people um, or the you know whoever's in charge of security at our campus can immediately text us in case there was an emergency and something we need to know about. So that's the reason we got it as well as, as staff communication. But the big one was, as I mentioned before, was getting campus interaction in terms of the worship services. So that was a huge win for us. And again, we'll probably look for the next three months, another opportunity to have some more keywords and people to opt in. So when I was looking for a texting tool, how did I go about choosing one? Because honestly, if you type in church texting tool, uh, it's a little bit overwhelming. And I asked our friends, my friends on Twitter, I said, hey, what are you guys using? And I got a whole bunch of different responses. And of course, you know, obviously I got some people from companies saying, we'd love to help you. So I took it upon myself to create an Excel grid and I compared, uh, I think anywhere between five to seven different partners, uh, excuse me, five to seven different companies. Um, and I'll put that, uh, I'll put that as a PDF in the show notes uh, on the blog post. If you want to get a copy of that, you can download that. But there are three things that you need to look at when you're choosing a texting tool for your church. Number one, you need to determine and figure out how many messages they're going to let you send out. And this is kind of tricky because some places call them credits. Some places they, they don't, they're not very clear about how they do this, but you need to figure out how many messages they're going to let you send out. I typically like platforms that let me send unlimited number of messages. And that's where it's that's where they usually get you. You'll find really quickly that they will actually limit you on the number of messages you can send out. That's usually the limitation factor I usually find with most of these services. So one, I want to look at the number of messages they let me send out. Two, I want the I want to know how many contacts I can have. How big can my address book be on these services? Because a lot of these services, basically, what you do is you log it into a website and then you're sending out your message through a website. So how big can the contact book be? Um, and the one, the service I landed on, which I'll talk about here in a second, they basically, they would, the, the upcharge, if you will, was for contacts. Not, we could send a limited number of messages, but the more our address book grew, if you will, then the amount we paid per month grew, which to me, 
I liked because it kind of scaled with our with with the audience. And then the third thing is is number of keywords they like to use because you just don't want to use one keyword. I like to use multiple keywords, kind of like hashtags, if you will, for a Twitter campaign. I want to use multiple keywords for different campaigns. So in other words, if um, as I use poverty, education, healthcare, um, maybe I might want to use the keyword Christmas for something else uh, in the next you know. 60 days as Christmas is coming up on us. I think it's less than 55 days until Christmas. So I wanted to be able to do that as well. So I'm looking for number of messages they allow me to send, number of contacts they allow me to have in the address book, and number of keywords they allow me to use. So what did I land on for us? We landed on text signal. That's txtsignal.com. Um, and why did I land on that? Well, a couple things. One, they allowed me to send unlimited number of messages, which I really liked. Two, they... Uh, basically would charge me based on the number of contacts I had. So I had, if I had zero to 150, it was one price. And then I went like to 150 to 500. It was another tier. So I liked that tiered system of pricing because I could control, you know, I could control the pricing. I could purge the address book if I needed to for some reason and, and reduce costs. So I liked it from that standpoint. And then keywords were an additional, I think like 10 bucks a month per keyword, but I could let keywords go. So I could use a keyword for a while. Let it go. So I wasn't being charged 10 bucks a month for every single keyword over like a year. I could just, you know, I'm going to use a keyword this month and then I just let it go, which I really kind of like. So it kind of gave me a great amount of flexibility in terms of the pricing. So at the end of the day, that's why I liked it. Again, the key thing for me was I wanted to be able to send a limited number of messages just because I didn't know how things were going to go. And if, if we all of a sudden we decide, man, we're going to do like a daily devotional or we want to do something that is a more frequent basis, I want the flexibility to do that and not have to worry about my costs rising. So that's why we landed on TXT signal. That's textsignal.com. And again, I'll put a PDF in the show post and in the, in the, on the, on the post on the, on the blog, that'll kind of list out all the services that I, I looked through. Um, and you might find one that the feature needs a little differently than the one I picked. Um, However, I think the one I, I uh, the one that we've used has worked great for us. The only feature that I, is missing, if I was I had one complaint, is um, autoresponder. Um, I'd like to be able to do autoresponders via keywords. So in other words, if you text a keyword, I'd like to have an autorespond auto back to you with something based on that keyword. I had to do some stuff manually, which, to be honest with you, scales just fine for now. But in the future, I'd like it to be a little bit more automated in that sense. So there you go. That's how you choose a texting service for your church. That's how I went about choosing one for our church. And hopefully you'll take a look at doing one for yours as well. Hey, one last thing before we end today's podcast, as you are probably very well aware, I don't take ads on this podcast. Maybe at some point we will, who knows, but right now we don't do ads, but I do have something for you. If you are thinking about starting a podcast, if you are thinking about starting a podcast, you should take a look at Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is what we use to host the Ask Daryl podcast. That's B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T.com. And Buzzsprout was actually recommended to me by Jeremy Smith on Twitter from, uh, I believe the people over at Church Mag use a Buzzsprout as well. Anyway, I really like it. Super easy interface, super easy to use. I use Adobe Audition to kind of prep all my files, do all my recording, and then I upload to Buzzsprout their interface, once again, really easy to use. I like them, um, and I believe they're pretty affordable for what they offer you. So if you're looking and thinking about starting a podcast, I really recommend you check out Buzzsprout. That's B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T.com. And if you use slash 50 at the end, they'll give you 50% off your first month of podcasting. That's B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T.com slash 50. 
If you've got a question for me, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-R-E-L.com. You can direct message me on Twitter. I'm at DGerardier. Or you can use the hashtag AskDaryl. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, head over to iTunes. Or if you're on Android, you can use the Stitcher app. Don't forget to rate this podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. And I thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.